So uh, we are Music City Revival, and this is kind of this vision I had to bring all together this incredible talent. And we are playing a show at the local Sunday, March 22nd, 5 to 8.30 p.m. And we're gonna have a house band, a killer A-team house band. I'm gonna be the musical director and guitar player. Uh, Brandy McLaren's gonna be the MC for the event. And we're also attaching this cause, Saving Home Studios in Nashville, because in case you don't know, it is illegal to record in your home studio for profit. And so we have Liz Shaw, who has taken upon it uh, himself to, uh, his studio was closed down after he, he won a Grammy, and he was sent a cease and desist order uh, faced with possible jail time for recording his uh, home studio in Music City. So he sued the city, didn't win, but he got interviewed in Rolling Stone, Billboard Magazine, Reason, The Tennessean. He's got a change.org petition that's got 115,000 signatures. And actually, March 5th, there's going to be amendment uh, to, this, um, to this law, this ordinance, uh, that will put a lot of people like him back in business. Uh, so if you look at our Music City Revival Facebook page, you can learn more about that. And uh, we just want to thank uh, Center Stage Magazine for being a sponsor. We want to thank American Songwriter who plugged us. Uh, our technical team, Ted Metz, who's, who's done our website, all of our graphics website. Uh, we got Zach Siebold and Tom Vrem, uh, who've been doing audio for us. Uh, so this is a podcast and it's a show. And we got uh, Tommy and Melissa Lemon that are helping us with Center Stage Magazine. And uh, so I want to take this time to introduce Elise. Hi. Thank Hello. you for being here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so what are you doing with your music right now? Yeah, so first of all, thank you so much for inviting me to do um, this, not only the show and the podcast, uh, but also the show on the 22nd. I think it's a wonderful cause, and I'm just really um, proud to be a part of it. So thank you all so much for thinking about me, Dan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have a, a new single coming up, and it's going to be out May 8th. And it's called That Jeep. And it's basically just kind of a fun, roll your windows down, summer tune, um, with a lot of nostalgia to take you back to those teenage days when uh, you were probably riding around in the back roads doing things you weren't supposed to be doing. Which <laughs> parents didn't know, maybe snuck out. or. Um, but basically, the song was my first time riding around with a boy that I really, really liked. And I was 16, and I was like, oh my gosh, he has a Jeep, and he's so cool. And, um, so we just wanted to write something fun about that. Uh, but I will be doing a radio promotion through Sony. I'm very excited about that, and the song will be out for pre-order um, sometime next week. I'm still waiting on the date, but uh, by the end of Friday, uh, on the 7th, March 7th, you'll be able to pre-order it. Um, so please do. I'd really appreciate the support. Awesome. And did you write that with somebody? You said you co-wrote it? Yeah. So I co-wrote the song with uh, Jason Lane. Um, he is one of the producers I work with here in Nashville. Um, Lane and Levine Productions, a uh, wonderful team of guys, um, Jason Lane, Jesse Levine, uh, Jason does songwriting and production, um, Jesse does production and mastering, so they just make a wonderful, great team. Uh, we just feed off each other really, really well, and all of my songs I've actually uh, co-written with them and produced through them. So. All of them? All of them. Wow. One, so they're they, great guys. They must be great. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome. Shall we do that Jeep? A little acoustic version? Let's we'll be doing it. it with the whole band at the local, but... Uh...
Cool. So, uh, mine for a minute. What can you tell me about that song? Yeah, so um, last year, beginning of 2019 in January, I released my first EP. And so I love it. I'm super proud of it. It's my baby. Um, but this was, I guess, the single from the EP. It's called Mine for a Minute. And it's basically just what the title says. I was in love with somebody and they only loved me for a minute. <laughs> and so, you know, it just went downhill from there. But I got a song out of it, so, you know. But it was a hell of a good 60 seconds? It was. It was a, right. it was a great 60 seconds. Nice. Your socials, your website, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just redid my website, 
And uh, you can find my website at I am Elise Music. So I A M. Um, Elise Music, and that's all of my socials as well. Uh, so that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everything is I am Elise Music. So I would love a follow, would love the support. That would really mean a lot, you guys. Awesome. Fabulous. So good. Yes. And while you're at it, please like the uh, Facebook page, Music City Revival, so you can keep posted about Saving Home Studios, our show, all that good stuff. And our website is musiccityrevival.live and that's where you can buy tickets right now and keep posted about everything we're doing
So we've got Calico, uh, we've got Brandy McLaren and Pete Salas. And no, uh, Pete. so um, they're gonna do some music. So what you guys have, uh, just tell us about, you have a single? Yeah, we do. We have a single coming out on March 6th. Sixth, yep. yep, March 6th. Um, we didn't write it, although I wish we had. Yeah. Ring of Fire. Um, but we put, you know, so Caligo is very moody and kind of like me, actually. Um, moody and what else would you say about our music? Moody and... High maintenance. Oh, uh. I, don't, I don't think that's it. <laughs> so what did Caligo, what, how does this uh, name, how does this come about? How did you come up with that name? So I'm from California. Shout out to all the Californians. Um, and he, like totally, and he is from Chicago. So I am the Cali and he is the Go. And I tell him to go a lot. Go, yeah. Go, get out. Go. Bad. <laughs> so Caligo, yes. And um, so, yeah, we just we just recorded uh, Ring of Fire, and it's just way slower. Like, obviously, the original version's got, like, trumpets, and it's, like, super upbeat, and our version's really slow and moody and sad and makes you want to die. Cool. And you guys are going to do that second. So what was the what was We're going to play a fast one. Gonna... Fast one first. Okay. This one is called Past, and it's um, it's an anthem about just like letting the stuff go and leaving it behind you. Getting past your past. Yeah, getting past your past. Yeah, you wanna do it? No. Sure? Okay, let's do it. All right, one. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Gotta keep your feet moving, never slow down, go fast. All these chains will loosen when you get past your past. Yeah. 
like the fun one to do live because he gets up and dances around I always wish he would but he won't I got my hands busy that's true that's true Um, so do you want to tell us just before you start this new one like your website your Facebook Instagram that kind of thing Um, so I don't know Pete what's our socials I know Caligo, Caligo Official I think website Caligo Official Caligo Official on Instagram Caligo Official um, and Facebook, Caligo Music. Right. Yeah. And Caligo Music. Right. Yeah. You'll find us. He's in a top hat. We're all dressed yeah. weird. So. Um, yeah. A little side note about uh, Pete is he's a number one songwriter. He writes for a living. He's got a lot of uh, hit songs. Here and there, yeah. yeah. Pat yourself. Tell us about that, Pete. Tell yeah, us about some it, of your music. What, what, what is. I mean, <laughs> Everybody from uh, Kev Moe to Ronnie Dunn to Philip Phillips, Betty Who, um, Maddie and Tay, all kinds of uh, country music, some pop, some blues that I've written with and had some stuff on the radio. But So I pay, basically get paid to make up stuff for a living and uh, now I'm trying to do it on our own thing. It's amazing. So I can make the whole pie. How, how did you guys meet? How did this thing come about? We had a friend who said she was looking for a guitar player and yep. so he called me. Because he wasn't very good. Yeah. And then He's I, gonna I, see I this. with you uh, <laughs> at the Commodore the first time, I think. Was it the Commodore? It was the Commodore. Well, I actually met you at Douglas Corner, though, the first yeah. time. Yeah. You came and We see knew me, some, some of the same people and crazy yeah. stories, but yeah. And we just... And then he was like, he's a songwriter. And, and I was like, we should, we should do a duo. And he's like, I'm not an artist and I'm not doing a duo. And then here we are. A couple years later, we got an album that's done. The power Basically, of a woman. music video coming out for Ring of Fire. We'll record many more vi- music videos this year. This is our year. We recorded 12 songs right now. Yes. So our album's kind of done. Our album's done. Yeah. Uh, when does this single Ring of Fire? March 6th. March, March 6th. 6th. You can okay. save now on Spotify. Yes, yeah. and we have one song already on Spotify yeah. that we just never promoted, but it's there selfishly. <clears throat> What about this song? We're gonna play it? Sure, let's play it. <clears throat> I need water. Sorry. Sorry to be that guy. I can go around again. <clears throat> Fighting a cold. Love is a burning thing. It makes the fiery rain. I fell into a ring of fire A ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire Went down, down, down And the flames went higher Now it burns, burns, burns That ring of fire
for you like a child But oh, the fire went wild The fire went wild Ooh Ooh have one mess up because it's funny and we like to do that. Thank you. <laughs> we do it like multiple times on stage and it's always the funnest part so we had to have one in there. There's an interesting story to the recording of that song yeah. that Jack Clement, uh, the cowboy, uh, produced it and he had this idea, listen, we're going to like bring in mariachis and a trumpet yes. and, 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 I, and I, like everybody's like, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. But it was and yeah, that's what it makes it. Yeah, yeah. And a really uh, quick little story. I was teaching a guitar student at World Music one night and his last name was Cash. It was just years ago. And this was when Johnny was still alive. And I said, I'm going to throw a, a Hail Mary out there, kid. And I'm like, is your grandfather Johnny Cash? He's like, yeah, it's John wow. Carter Cash's son. So the first wow. song he learned was... Yeah. Which and one is that? Folsom Prison. Yeah. Oh, oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. You so guys are wonderful. Us. That's great. Yeah. Yes, and, come uh, see Come us. see us at Music City Revival on March 22nd, 5 p.m. You guys are going to open the show brandy's gonna be emceeing it yes sir. and it's gonna be awesome bring your grandma too your grandma yeah who's grandma everyone's grandma. okay yeah <laughs> all right awesome <laughs> thank you and while pete is exiting i am gonna mention freebird for real this yeah. time and thank you pete you're the bestest thank you, yeah you're on you make caligo go you make it cali <laughs> thank you <laughs> so Freebird is a rideshare app. They are sponsoring our event. And um, we don't have the code yet, but we will get it out to you. Everybody that comes to our event, uh, March 22nd, will be getting cash back towards their Uber and Lyft rides. So before you get there, download the app, Freebird, um, and we'll give you some money. So basically, it'll be either $10 or $15, and uh, your ride will, I mean, your ticket will be basically taken care of because it's $10 to get in, right? Wow. And, and for, Yeah, and for those people that don't know what Freebird is, it's it's a third-party app that allows you to call an Uber or Lyft, but you're getting cash back every time you use it. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. You get incentives. Different restaurants and businesses will give you money uh, for using this. Um, so, yeah, so if you pay for our... You come to our show, you pay $10 for a ticket, we'll give you 15 bucks back, so we'll give you $5 to come see us play. How's yep. that? 
cash into your Freebird account yeah. and it's amazing. So yeah, yeah download Freebird. And yeah. It's money. I got, I have like, I've cashed out $400 since October. Nice. No joke. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, so Corey, how are hey, you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. This is awesome. So I just wanted to say Corey was somebody that I think we have like a bunch of uh, mutual friends, and I think you're just somebody yeah. I saw on Facebook and I saw some videos. I'm like, wow, this girl can really sing. And um, yeah, no, I mean, I was just like your tone, everything. So, so, um, so then we started writing, written yeah. a couple songs, and and so. 
You graduated from Belmont recently, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Belmont, thank you. Yeah. And did you study music? Yeah, so I studied commercial vocal performance and I emphasis in music business. Nice. And now I'm getting my MBA. Woo woo! That's awesome. Thank you. And you and what else do you do? You teach, right? I am. I'm a full time teacher at, in Franklin and oh. I have about like fifty students right now and it's crazy but I love it. And vocal students. You teach yeah, yeah. music performance. That's yeah. so cool. And yeah. it's it's not just teaching, you're also training them how to perform yeah, and how to have stage moves and all that stuff. So yeah. it's it's one of those Things if anybody's looking for a great all around, if you want to learn how to be a performer, yeah. she's a good person. All ages, so, yeah. all ages. Really, yeah. how cool! Yeah, do you have any great. kids? I do. Oh, yeah. that's probably ages so cute. like six to, gosh, we have some sixty-five year olds and stuff like that. It's been awesome. That's it's been really cool. I love it. That's super cool. <laughs> Anyone can join. <laughs> that's awesome. Us. Well, I I probably will. Yeah, honestly, I don't think you need yeah. it, but... no, I do need it. Cool. Believe me, <laughs> believe me. You'll tell me I do. <laughs> um, so um, we wrote a song called Dear Future, and it, there's yeah. kind of an interesting story because we met to write something else, yeah. and you said you hadn't written for a long time, and on the way to our writing, or that morning, yeah. you whipped out something else and yeah, did it on crazy. guitar, which you're normally a keyboard player, yeah. and honestly, like... As a guitar player, I think this is like one of the coolest. She wrote this main guitar part. I think I added to the bridge and some things and on the recording did another part. <laughs> but but to me, like it kind of reminds me of like Blackbird, Paul McCartney's Blackbird, which he never wrote a song like that before. Mm-hmm. So as somebody who doesn't play guitar, I honestly, hopefully the pressure's on me that I don't mess it up and I play it beautifully. <laughs> but I honestly, I think this is like one of the most beautiful things that I've ever heard written on the guitar. Yeah. yeah. So, so and you guys wrote this together. Yeah. We did. I, I wrote verse one to it. Yeah. And I will say, like, I had a completely different take on it. I was like, this is like if I were to have a child, like, this is what I want, want my child to know that, like, it's okay to be you, like, no matter what. And you'll, you'll get that from the, from the story and everything. But then Dan was like, you know, you, I feel like you're singing kind of to yourself and your future self. Mm. And I was like, you're so right. And it was so deep. And, like, <laughs> we wrote this verse two together and, like, just finished it all that day. And it was just, like, it flowed so easy. And so it's just yeah. so cool to write. I think it's other. an empowerment song yeah. for anybody to look at your, you know, anybody who maybe has been brought down somebody said you're, you're not good enough yeah. this is like a, a, a song that that you know is just a great motivation I think it's a great message that anybody should say to themselves yeah right? absolutely absolutely I'm excited to share it it'll be fun let's do it <laughs>
But I do go under Corey. Um, that is my name. You'll see it on there. But yeah. yeah. And so is that the single that's coming out? No. No, no. it's actually okay. not. That was the We're at Have you later. recorded that song yet? No. Oh, I can't well, wait. We, did we, it we, 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 we actually did record a like a kind of a, a pre-production yeah. version. And that song has already been submitted to, I met Tom Cruise publicist. And she's working on Mission Imp uh, Impossible, and I sent her the song, and she loves it. And she told me if there's a scene that uh, that Wait this fits. You oh, told me that. I, I sent you the email. This is why. You can't Breaking say. news. Uh, no, no, she loved it. She loved it. It's like she's an incredible human being. She's become a good friend, like really 
and in a short amount of time, hey, and she well, became an Instagram friend. That. And I said, "Listen, I have a song to send you awesome. that anybody I played this to said this belongs in a movie." Mm-hmm. And she said, "I love this song." And oh. she goes, "If you know, if uh, if." There's a scene that this fits. I will pitch it to the music no studio. Way. So cool. So it's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Thank beautiful. You so, much. Thank so, but you have a single that yeah. just came out. Like, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. It was Friday, yeah. and we put a little teaser out. I do have a music video coming out probably next week. It's done, so I just gotta get it out there. Um, but yeah, it'll be posted on all my socials and everything. And we recorded it in downtown Nashville on the bridge and everything. So it was really fun. And um, yeah, this one's called "How Does It Feel." It's about flaky friends and um, how I my little take on it I guess so. awesome so, and this is available everywhere right everywhere. now so it's okay everywhere yeah cool and did you write Under this Corey? one yes I did okay. I did awesome. I wrote this one <clears throat>
That's that's a new single. So How does good. it feel, Corey? Thank you. Amazing. Love it. I'm so excited for the show too. The it's show be awesome. being uh, Music City Revival. That's what we are, and that March is 22nd. Sunday, March 22nd at the local. 5 p.m. We With start. These awesome yes. people too. These so are all cool. my favorite people in the world. I just, <laughs> I, I just am designing a life around all the coolest people and doing all the the things I want to do in life. I watched it spin around and around, all over again and over again and over again. Took the time only when it It was convenient for you You did it for you You did it for you Was I supposed to think that good girls don't lie? How did I get so good at saving the goodbye? Now how does it feel?
have Audra McLaughlin here. Wait, did you already? Wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, you need to count, count them in. We're already in. We're already in. Okay, let's start that again. So, okay, guys, hello. We are here with Dan and Music City Aud Revival, yeah. and we're sitting with Audra McLaughlin. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. Thank you so much for putting this show together. It means yeah. a lot that you, you know, took the time to pick all of us female artists and, you know, believe in us. And yeah, so and we appreciate it. We met because we did a show that was similar on the vision of kind of what led to this and kind of That's tweaking right. it with Two Steel Girls, right? Yes. yes. And with Center Stage Magazine. Mm -hmm. And that was at John Rich's club, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this honestly, like, you know, I met two steel girls from doing Chick Singer Night, being mm -hmm. the musical director. And quite honestly, what this is amalgamation of all the things I've been involved with and looking at everything and saying what worked, what didn't work, and how can this be better? And, and you know, and so it was honestly like, looking at my life and realizing I'm working with like these are the artists I want to create a show around mm -hmm. that's like what inspired this whole thing absolutely so, so cool. and you're a big part of it and you know there's um so a lot of the world probably knows who you are because uh, tell us a little bit about a little TV shindig that some people might know about. <laughs> shindig. Um, yeah, so I was on The Voice a couple years ago, about um, I think five years ago. I was on Blake Shelton's team. So I was a top six uh, finalist on the show. So. Ah, amazing. Yeah. What was that like? Like oh, scary. I was twenty one, so I was kind of like. I mean, I've been performing my whole life, yeah. which is, I, that was my very first time going from, like, just performing in, like, clubs and bars and things like that to, yeah. like, TV. So, it was scary. Yeah. I think most of the time I was just like, I don't want to forget the words, you know? Like, that's, like, your biggest fear. <laughs> in front of the world. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it was a great experience. I mean, I, I gained a lot of friendships, and um, I learned a lot about the business, the industry side, you know, the, the business side of things. Um you know, so it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it was, fun too. was everybody nice? Like, how was so you were on Blake Shelton's team? Like, what oh, was he like to work with? Like in real life, he is awesome. I mean, he's a sweet, sweet guy. He's just he's funny. He's he? very um. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> he's really down to earth. He's just has that southern hospitality thing that you know is is really cool to kind of work with. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's. He's just kind of basically what you see on TV. Yeah, I was going to say, is that real? That's, yeah. He seems so nice. Him. Okay. That's like, well, that's good. <laughs> that's nice. It's good Pete that he's, yeah. <laughs> so, Audra, can you speak to, like, this whole phenomenon? Because I've, I've had friends, two steel girls were on The Voice, and what is it like to be on top of the world? The show's over, and then to, you know, talk about the highs and lows of the music industry yeah. to then build up yeah. and go, okay, and then one day I'm on TV. Now I got to kind of build this thing. Mm -hmm. I've got this hype, but it's difficult, right? It's Absolutely. I mean, I think that was the hardest thing was that, um, I went from kind of, you know, all the way up here getting, you know, in your hair done and they're, they're dressing you and you're, you're doing all this stuff every, every day mm -hmm. and, and you, um, you kind of have to go from that to then back kind of down, you know, to real mean? life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember it was like, I, I remember getting, you know, eliminated and I had, had to go home and I was crying and upset mm. and all that. I was like, Oh my career's over. You know, like, but you just, because you don't know what to do. Like you, they don't train. I mean, I loved the experience. It was an amazing experience, but they don't kind of train you or really kind of tell you what happens after, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, Here's the platform we've given you, which is ama amazing. It's incredible. I, you know, I, 
I, I was blessed to get the opportunity um, to do that. But yeah, you kind of aren't taught really what you should do afterwards, mm -hmm. you know, like, do you get a manager? You know, what do you do? I mean, I was 20. I was, I was, I was young, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and uh, at the time, it's just, I didn't have any of the right management and I have the right kind of things going on and um, you kind of only get that six month that six month window to you know release music yeah. and to get stuff out there and then after that it's like they move on to the next season so you just have to capitalize on it when it's fresh as quickly as you can but but again I mean like I said I wouldn't have gotten a lot of the opportunities that I have gotten throughout my career if it wasn't for that TV show I'd yeah say, so. and just to you know in all honesty because you're a good friend of mine and you're yeah. like somebody that I, I look at as maybe I'm a consultant you need some help with something I'm like hey I, I want to help you and and that's part of the vision of Music City Revival is like yeah. I, I look at you know this artist. I'm I'm helping. You know, we're writing songs. This one I'm putting together the band, and and I realize that I'm, I don't really want to manage manage everyone, but I have some things I can help. And I'm like, well, why don't we just bring each other together, Absolutely. and we can help each other together in power and numbers, and, and you know, and right. and we'll draw the industry people to us. That's kind of the, but to be really honest and vulnerable. There was a time not long ago you went through a tough breakup, right? And you yeah. you were kind of questioning what do I want to come back to Nashville all that but mm -hmm. you stuck it out and you're like one of the hardest workers you're singing every night you're, <laughs> you're like seriously like people should go follow her on Facebook she's singing every night but in all honesty there was times that I, I was like you have to do this yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. you have to you, you have you know? to you have to have those friends like like you Dan who talks you out of your own head a lot we all have that yes. you know because we're as females especially I mean we're Hormonal. Yeah. <laughs> Female artists. Yes, yes. I mean, yes. those two things together, yes. you definitely need a cheerleader yeah, for yeah. sure. And Dan is like the best, the best. cheerleader. Yeah, and he's talking ever. about so much stuff. I mean, it's like, you know, I went through vocal surgery um, two years ago, and then that was tough, you know, and that kind of had to come out from that, go through speech therapy, vocal therapy for nine months to a year. I mean, I couldn't sing. I thought I was never going to sing again. And then from that to, you know, management management changes to breakups to mm -hmm. moving uh, you know all kinds of stuff so <laughs> to just just to show like artists like how like this is a roller coaster ride and and honestly like i have a really strong feeling there's there's why i think a lot of artists have drug and alcohol problems when you play music you get to the highest highs you will ever get in life no, the average person never sees that that type of high but then to manage the lows and to keep an even keel, that is incredibly difficult. And I think a lot of times artists will take drugs or become alcoholics just to try to keep that high going, which if you do, your lows are going to be, you know, even lower and you crash and burn. So you have to find, you know, whether it be exercise having good friends i mean you know i mean you know it, it's finding like some you, another you know, high yes, finding an outlet yes. that's healthy and like Positive. even for me just like playing at a little place last night like just a little you know there wasn't that many people and there's just this high and, and so i can't imagine what that's like for you and like other people that come off these shows for how long were you on there um like so, I weeks mean, so they start basically it's um so i went it was 2013 and is when i tried out and then you're out there for Pretty much on and off for almost a year, you know, yeah, in a hotel, wow. yeah, away from your family. So you're, okay. Yeah, it was and scary. social media and stuff. You can you see that? Like, are you able to like be on social media? Oh, like, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so it's not me. like The Bachelor. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, so okay, let me rephrase that. Actually, so while we were in the taping process, you, we could not post anything. That's right. Yeah. Right. Right. Sorry. Okay. I, that's what I meant to um, correct. But 
Yeah, once we went live, they they wanted us like on, on social media, okay. like twenty four seven. I actually had a I had to hire a lady to help me, yeah, because you know you're in rehearsals all day, and then you're in choreography, and then you're in wardrobe, and then you're in interviews, and, and then they want you doing social media. Yes, yeah. and then they want you doing social media. So it's it's a lot, but it's just like you know, it's but it's kind of like a crash course to the music industry yeah. and what you need to know like for a career. But it it's not. The, the thing that people get misconstrued about the voice is that you're going to get on the TV show and then you're just going to be a big star. Mm -hmm. And again, I was young. I didn't know. I was like, oh, this is great. You know, this is, a, you yeah. know, and again, it was a platform, but it wasn't the end all be all. You know, yeah. you had to, I had to learn from that experience and, and know that in order to build a career, you have to, you have to work for it. You mm -hmm. can't just get that overnight success and, you yeah. know, what to do with it. Right. You have to learn. You have to just get out there, get a van, go out and do shows and, you know, learn. Yeah. Who is it? Sturgill Simpson, <laughs> Sturgill Simpson yeah, said recently yeah. he has an article and he says, don't move to Nashville. You don't need to get it, buy a van and go tour and build an audience. And there's yeah. a lot of truth to that. That's so much truth. You, know, yeah. you have to build it yourself, but all back the artists to this, leave anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. none of the sure. artists play here. So uh, I mean, ultimately <laughs> your only commodity is your fan base <laughs> and you have to build that yeah. and you're not going to really get that so much They're in Nashville. I mean, so, um, but to this place where like over the holidays, you were kind of down and out, like, do I come back to Nashville? And you stuck it out, mm -hmm. and you're here, and then something incredible happened just recently because, you, and I'll just, I, I had a next door neighbor who's a mentor, Gary Bourgeois, growing up, and he said, Dan, if you ever, if you believe this is what you're supposed to do in life, don't ever give it up, because the day you give it up, it could be the next day where your big break is, and yeah. that is the only thing that has kept me going a lot of times in my life is just remember that. Mm -hmm. So back to you, you're having this, you know, hard yeah. time, and then something incredible happens because you stuck it out and you, you pioneered through it. And so what is that? You have some great news. Yeah. So I recently just um, signed a publishing deal with uh, Johnny Garcia and, and Jimmy Mattingly, a co-pub deal, basically a production and a, um, and a publishing deal. So that's very exciting. And they were with Garth that's Brooks, amazing. right? Yes. Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. Um, actually, Johnny, Johnny Garcia is um, Trisha Yearwood's music director and also um, her lead guitarist. And then, was Garth's for, you know, for however, for like 30 years, yeah. <laughs> but he owns two publishing companies and he's, you know, starting a label. So he's got all kinds of, you know, stuff, stuff going on. So. It's, it's an incredible thing when somebody who has a career like that believes in you, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, cause I, it, I met them actually through my vocal coach, Katie Hendricks, who is just an incredible coach. I mean, she works with everybody. Um, but she just had me doing demos with Jimmy. Like, I was doing stuff for a project, an anti-bullying project that we're doing called Timmy Tumbley. And um, <clears throat> she's like, oh, I have to have you meet Jimmy. And so then Jimmy said, I need I need to introduce you to Johnny. And, and then that's kind of how that whole thing happened. We started writing together and building, you know, friendship, relationship, that type of thing. And... Um, they just asked if I wanted to have a meeting to talk about possible like deals. So, uh, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. so um, <laughs> maybe we can do a song. Um, this song, Love Me Like a Stranger. Can you tell us something about this? Yeah, so this is a song. I, I, I actually didn't even write this one. Um, a friend of mine, Jim Femino, wrote this. He's a great songwriter, um, great, great guy. And um, he's definitely the soul, the soul guy. But yeah, I, I had heard this and just loved the song. So I've recorded this on my last EP, so this one's called Love Me Like a Stranger. <laughs>
It's such a girl power night. Girl power and Pete. Yes. And y'all are just so sweet. It's so hard to, you know, we all know. It's all hard to find that. Pete's like, no. Caligo will be two girls on, on that night. We'll, we'll oh, dress him up like a girl. It's all girls except Pete. Well, and Dan. I, I guess I've turned into a girl. Hell, I'll I forgot, take it. But you're like, you know, you're putting it together. So it's different. That is so funny. Your mom said awesome job. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> she's Aww. like, she's like, I'm gonna sit up and wait. Watch you. Does your mom sing? Well, my mom, she is actually a really good singer, but she's, she calls herself like a closet singer. <laughs> she doesn't like to do it like you know. She hides she, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants to do it for fun. I'm like, it came from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. my grandfather, um, he was a singer. Yeah, played piano by ear. You know, really? So. Her dad? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. My mom's dad. 
That's awesome. So, yeah, got some talented uncles, so yeah, it's good. Love it. So good. Your voice is unreal. Thanks, girls. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're gonna do another song here. That is a song that I actually wrote with a friend, Michael Inge, called "If Love Ruled the World," and we're gonna bring Corey up here. To nice. Sing we should a little just, bit. Should we just that? all stay up and kind of chime in? I don't know it, but I can. Yeah. I'll sit over yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> we both don't, but this is My a new song we're like, so. Well, here, I'll... Uh, I mean, if anybody in yeah. the room wants to sing, too. Yeah, I'll hold it. can sing it. With Michael Inch, who lives in New York uh, now, and at the time, you know, we, we started a duo and we were promoting this song, really believing this song, and uh, he had pitched it to some supervisors, and I honestly kind of forgot about it for a while, and then Michael sent me a video of him singing it in a, in a church in uh, Brooklyn yeah, and with a really diverse group. And it's, it's really kind of, uh, we, we wrote this several years ago. It was election season, which is election season now. And, and it's really like all this division. This is like, if love ruled the world. And to me, this is a spiritual song. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it reminded me of the song. And I, I, you know, I said this, because part of this revival thing is a, mm -hmm. is completely a, a spiritual thing. I think we need a, a revival, a spiritual revival in this country, in Music City. So this... And it's just that people come together. Yeah, and that's it. And that's really, like, when I look at the world and I see the, the name of the game is divide and conquer and division, I want to bring people together. Yeah, that, and sure. that's that's what this song represents. And you are, represents. Dan. You have. Yeah. This is amazing. Yes, mm -hmm. you have. Thank you so much for all your hard work. We really appreciate it. He's like... I'm gonna play. Yeah, this yeah. is what like I do. Like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. That's the song. No, no, that's it. Um. Everyone would have to walk 
So we're gonna close by telling you guys about the show. So a, a couple things. We want to save home studios in Music City. There's an event you need to know about. It is this Thursday, 6:30 p.m. Um, and and they're basically there is a council member who has proposed an amendment um, that will is a great step forward. It will get Liz back in business in the studio. So if you go to our Facebook page, Music City Revival, uh, go to our website, musiccityrevival.live, you can learn more. But we need you to physically show up to show the council that we're serious business and that we need this uh, law thrown off the book. So that is March 5th, this Thursday, 6.30 p.m. And our event is um, Sunday, March 22nd, 5 to 8.30 p.m. at the local, once again, Music City uh, Revival.live. You can learn more. Please like our um, Facebook page, which is Music City Revival. We're going to have this podcast coming out on YouTube soon, iTunes. We're going to have a couple podcasts in the can before it's released to uh, iTunes. But you're going to hear all of this incredible talent with a live band, some of the best musicians in town. We've got Brian Allen on bass. He's the number one call session bass player in town. He's the best. We got Bob Harson on drums, Walt Scott on keys. I'll be playing guitar, musical director. It's going to be great. Tell all your friends, come to this event. You can go to our website uh, and get tickets right now in our brain, uh, brown paper tickets uh, link. So um, They're only $10. Only $10. And we're going to give you that back with Freebird anyways. So. With Freebird is going to give you $15 and we'll make you even a lot more money. And we're so. trying to convince somebody from center stage, this beautiful lady right here, to make some, um, what are they called again? Fat. Fat bombs. <clears throat> Fat yeah. They're really, really good and sell some fat bombs. So, and we want to thank Center Stage Magazine, one of our sponsors, yes, our so our team, part of our team, Melissa and Tommy Lemon. We couldn't be doing this without you. Tom Vrem, Zach Siebold, our audio team. We're at in their home studio. They have a killer home studio. If you guys want to do a project, need to record, yeah. need some production, this is a great studio. Yes. They also um, can work with you at Blackbird if you ha have you know a little bit better budget. Um, and uh, and uh, and we have uh, a sponsor, American Songwriter Magazine. We're really grateful that they gave us a shout out on their Instagram. And honestly, I'm grateful for all these people because everybody was going on faith that uh, that uh, on this talent. Now, for the first time, you can see the talent here and that I wasn't just bluffing right so uh, thanks for believing in my vision it's only just begun so we're very grateful so come to the event and uh, we'll see you soon see you soon